This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. So, my name is Jordan Powell, and I am a developer experience engineer here at Cypress. Literally, my job is to make sure developers' experience using Cypress is the best as possible. So, this is a continuing episode of a series about testing with Cypress. That reminds me of a tool I used in the past. It never took the world by fire, but it was a good tool, open source tool called Story Test IQ. Um, that was also a, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I'd have to ask more questions to see if there's a, um, a paternal, paternal relationship mm-hmm. here. Where did Cypress Test come from? Is it called Cypress Test or just Cypress, by the way? It's just called Cypress. Yeah. And, and is it is it based on anything or is it like a clean room built from scratch by somebody or where? Yeah, it's 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 uh, built from scratch. It is built on top of like Mocha and Chai. So we, we used, we built on top of those like testing frameworks themselves but fundamentally it does something it does a lot of very different things we just use that for essentially like the assertion level things that that cypress does like the api itself so the our api just wraps like kind of those assertions but so under the covers yes but not really if that makes sense like it's very much a very fundamentally different like this is a problem that's been around for a long time like like n10 testing is really like cypress's bread and butter and like you're not going to end and test everything but it's like if you're amazon you want to make sure that a customer can like actually complete an order like search for a product add it to the cart pay for it like those are things that are like really important to you making money so it's like you want to be able to make sure you can actually do the core fundamental parts of your business and so those things historically would be really difficult to do without cypress and that's really the problem that cypress sought out to do. And now we're like 4 million downloads a week later. There are some alternatives, but for the most part, it's kind of like the, the, the clear number one, like testing tool for N10. By the way, you're, you're, how, who's declared it? Just, I'm just asking who's declared it the number one end to end testing tool. Is that a, is that in a magazine somewhere or? No. Oh, it probably is. But uh, I guess just like, if you look at the downloads alone, there are other platforms that testing tools that do similar things from a, just a pure number of user standpoint. Cypress is definitely, if not like the top is definitely one of the people's favorite choice just by pure numbers like standpoint so is there a business model around cypress is it just free open source or is it it is open source so it and it has been from the beginning and it always will be we do have a business model around it and essentially we have a a cloud dashboard service and essentially because you're actually testing in a browser like you actually to visit your website, you actually have to visit your website and you're not automated faking those things. You're actually doing those things. So if you do hundreds of tests, like it'll take more time than it would to just run like an executed test in node or something like that, like a unit test or something like that. So one of the things that Cypress, uh, our dashboard service does is it paralyzes tests. So you can run run your test and parallelization. So it drastically speeds up that time as well as like there are some analytics and things like if you have a test that's like flaky, like sometimes it passes and then sometimes maybe it doesn't test or pass. It'll, it'll like indicate, Hey, this is a flaky test. Like maybe you should 
there's some things you could should consider like to refactor it or something like that. As well as you get a history that says this test began to fail at this date and and it's passed 98% of the time in the past and it failed. Just gives you like a very detailed kind of like a deeper look into all you know everything that your tests are are doing and then you know we have lots of plenty of ideas for the future to continue to improve the actual product offerings for like our paid customers and things like that but uh, the in itself cypress the the tool is open source so anyone is free to clone it contribute to it use it locally use it in ci Completely free. You know, it's okay to make money in this world because if you don't make money, nobody will support and maintain the tool. So how does Cypress be able to exist in order as a company in order to keep the tool around? What, what is it you guys, uh, what's your business model? We use our paid dashboard service for those customers okay. that, that want to, millions of people using our open source tool, but then we have this paid offering that says, you know, I think there's even a free tier for up to like, 500 tests a month or something like that. So if you want to just test it out, demo it out, you can see. But again, so here's like a, I guess, a here's a an example of how a business would use it and where it makes sense. Say you're a business and you're running your end-to-end test in CI and they're taking 45 minutes or 30 minutes or some, whatever that number is. And you're paying your Circle CI or whoever your CI provider is, the consumption time it takes to actually use their their test runner. You could then pay Cypress to run your tests and do parallelization on your tests, and it would maybe tank that from like 30 minutes down to like, say, 10 or 15 minutes. So you cut that time in half. So even though maybe you're, you're paying for the dashboard service, your other bill is maybe cutting, shrinking. So at some point, again, like, the math makes sense. That's the only thing you cared about alone was parallelization. That's a great, that's a great an example of like what a lot of customers do is they realize even beyond just your CI bill, it's just like the time you're paying your developers to wait for your CI to pass, like so that they know they can merge into release the software or something like that. So all those things, time is money. And so that service really is to meant to speed up and provide better detailed look into what your tests are doing why they're succeeding, why they're failing, where they can improve, all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I jumped onto the website just to take a quick look. Yeah, I follow you now. Uh, basically, it's like this. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Developers can download it and start using Cypress when, whenever they care to. And they build tests with it. They can run the tests locally. I, they can probably they should be able to integrate it into their own continuous integration server. But if they want to put it into a cloud CI Cypress offers that with this dashboard and then the dashboard pricing, there's various numbers on there based on thousands of tests, it looks like, and about, yeah, reporting test results. And so if you want to try it out, here, I'm making a pitch for you. If you want to try it out for free, <laughs> you, can, you can try it out at just 500 test results and it will give you a good idea of how that works. How did I do? What you need to correct me on that? No, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> again, I'm I'm not a sales I'm not a salesman for Cypress, or uh, I don't know the the intricacies of of even the the dashboard product itself. But uh, I just know like we have we have thousands of customers and millions of users, and so it seems like a lot of people it's working for them. Yeah, well, and you're right on the money as far as 
I'm making spec, I'm speculatively saying this, but I, it, it makes sense to me that if you have a cloud environment that you're offering, it's going to run things faster because you're probably putting more resources to testing on the cloud than most product teams care to do when they're executing these things locally. Um, you know, Correct. Of course, that could vary by team, but generally they don't think about that as their first step. And, and since this is your product, this is thought of at the, at the beginning. So this will, should run your test faster. Um, I also like, I was looking through here, I like, the, I, like the, I like some of the things you've said. So like, you know, totally unique things that you said were about tests that are flaky, the flaky test report, something like that. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Flaky test, flaky run detection, flaky test analytics. That happens in the dashboard. That's really cool. No, that's nice. Yeah, and now we actually just released 10.0, which has a new UI and component testing, things like that. But one of the things that also just came out with that was before like the the analytics and all the like the intricacies of those flaky tests and things like that were all like in our dashboard, which is like a separate website you had to go to. I think it was like, it's like dashboard at Cypress.io. You log in, that sort of thing. But now we actually are beginning to integrate that into the Cypress runner itself. So if you were to open the, the Cypress runner locally as a developer, you would actually see the history of those tests and say, okay, this one is, it's all green. It's, it's past the last X amount of times, or you would get this sort of flaky indicators right inside your local environment when you're running the test in, in some separate dashboard. Again, you, you get it in both places, I guess is what I'm, I'm trying to say. So we're trying to limit the friction and get people to really leverage and see the benefits of it. Like as they're actually like using the product itself. All right. Nice. And not like an afterthought, you know? Okay. Now let me uh, throw a couple more things out since, since I'm poking here at the webpage. I see... So it says before Cypress, it shows a lot of those technologies you talked about. A lot of the, the, the JavaScript um, assertion libraries, mm-hmm. frameworks, and Selenium, and some mocking things. And then Cypress, it's, the difference with Cypress is it's all in one. It's an assertion library with mocking and stubbing, and, and all without Selenium. Those are, those are big differences, so I like that. Ace is an agile consultant who shares space with a coffee shop in order to save on the rent. Meet this hard-boiled agile consultant and follow his adventures on helping his clients become agile no matter the circumstance. Scrum Noir, the project management comic book that teaches you agile, is available on Amazon. Just search for Scrum Noir. N-O-I-R. The first of the series started at episode 247. If you are like my friend Ricardo and you missed that first episode, go back to your favorite web browser, type in Lancer Agile Thoughts, and there you will find a search engine so you can type in episode 247 and it will find it for you. Check out the show notes and we will have goodies there for you right in your podcast player for easy tapping. You'll find links back to Cypress and other things that come up in the show. We'll drop links right in there so it's easy to tap right on. 
If you don't use a podcast player, just go back to the website where you downloaded this MP3. Next episode, more Jordan Powell. So how does a developer start get get started with this tool? Cypress is just, it's been like, it was like super popular and just kind of like took off. But one of the things that we never really had from a company was like, these are the best practices on how to use our, our tool. And so we actually released back in December this, this tool called learn.cypress.io and it actually walks people through Maybe I'm completely never written a test in my life. There's a chapter on what is testing. There's a chapter on getting started with Cypress. And then it goes all the way up to advanced Cypress best practices. So that's really the best place 